0: The good, the bad, and the Boucherian. The good, the bad, and the Boucherian. And folks, you're listening to The Good, The Bad, and the Boucherian.
1: During that time, because my parents couldn't afford to take me to the salon, we would just shave me bald-headed, you know? Mm. Uh, My uniform was outsourced. It was not bought in school. It's where they buy only one uniform from school, so, so that she can make copies. And the copies was one copy. I'm not saying that there were 10 copies. No, it was one copy. At this particular stage in my life, yeah, my parents were bankrupt. You know, we didn't have money. Yeah. Mm. And we were surviving, you know, but mm-hmm. really wanted to make friends. You know, I really wanted to please these people. You know what I did? I stole all the money my father had. Everything. My father had what? 1,100 babes. My father didn't fuel his car. Didn't eat lunch. We didn't buy breakfast. Because I stole 1,100 from her father. Hmm? Mm -hmm. School was like home for me. You know how when you're home, you feel safe? Now, that was school for me. Yeah. Um, and I think um the reason why I really liked school was because of my family. Yeah. I come from a very problematic family. You know, I come from a family where people talk with a traumatized inner child instead of mm-hmm. talking from a healed point of view. So yeah. So every time, trust me, there are even days I'd try to talk my mom into leaving me in school during midterm. Yeah. Billy, do you know I used to carry a knife to school? Mm-hmm. great in boys i would carry a knife i had a knife yeah in my bag you know i was the person who glanced at me the wrong way you'd be at the wrong end of that knife yeah and i'm not talking the end where i'm holding it it's the sharp end and i'm not scared to kill you you know I was, mm-hmm. also, no, I was just i had very i'm telling you i had psychotic tendencies you know
0: it's your boy billy back at it with another episode hope you guys are keeping well keeping safe amidst the pandemic and things are going well on your side as they are on mine and my guest today is Sidai princess imelda vigilegile na ma it's vigilegile and what what was that nah. saying
1: oh billy we we don't know this thing man move,
0: move, move. <laughs> and, and you're the who's saying eh,
1: and, the Remo babes. and you
0: are just about, and you just think that you went to Alliance. Well, I, I we have to, to check do. the credibility of that. <laughs> who is, and she's currently in Strathmore. And I wanted to talk a bit about her life, about what she tell her younger self in these twenty one years of her life. Now that she's actually experienced a lot, even me as the host wants to know. Apart from the Instagram Sidai, we know. Apart from the girl who's always happy and who, <laughs> what more? And what are some of the things she's been through in her life, from perhaps living in an SQ when she was twelve years old? That is one thing. That's something I didn't expect. And what are some of the lessons she's learned living, both having plenty at the moment and when she didn't have?
1: I want people to know that you're not just to come at the girl on Instagram, yeah. Everybody needs to actually. Ah, people just know me from instagram my guy yeah people need to know that there's more to life than just they being the instagram girl yeah yeah so i was yeah at least i got actually the reason i wrote, I wrote this note was because trust me i really suffered in my past yeah my younger mm-hmm. self really suffered and uh, this is a topic that i felt really connected to me You know, Mm, mm. because trust me, (laughs) where I was then and where I am now, (laughs) I just thank God. It's things I would tell my younger self, yeah, based on my Mm. life experience. So I know knows Noci die, which is okay. I love it like that. But anyway, my life, I grew up in poverty. Yeah. I was not born into money. We were living in an SQ in Kiambu and yeah. That's how I grew up, yeah. So I grew up in a rather low class setup, you know. That's that was my life for I'd say 12 years. That was me for 12 years before my father came back from hustling and started to set up a life, you know. So Mm -hmm. for me, I've learned so much from my experiences, especially with the fact that I grew up. Um, from a like, I was born in a different setting, and I've grown up in a different setting, you know. So, yeah. where I constantly learn new things based on the difference of the times and the life I've been living. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, as as I started off with, uh, when I was younger, I joined my parents took me to Sacred Christian School. Um, that's where I started off, and then from there, my father got his money up at least, and I went to Makini, which is a private school and yeah so i'm going my life stories my lessons and everything else is gonna be based on those two encounters yeah me being in makini and me being in thicker you know Mm -hmm. so uh we're gonna start off with a funny story (laughs) before (laughs) we die today my god jesus have you ever met a people pleaser i don't think you've met a people pleaser you have Uh never met a people pleaser. Hmm? Do you know? Okay, <laughs> please, Musi, don't don't attack me. Please don't judge me. I was small. <laughs> I was an idiot, Okay. So when I was in class three, yeah, I was in Makini and had no friends. You know, a girl who has no friends, that was me. I had no friends. People didn't used to like me, you know? People don't like a girl who comes from a uh, low class. Low, media, mid, middle class family. You know, I was mm. not, I couldn't, we couldn't afford a lot of these things. Yeah. So the funny thing is that <laughs> at this particular stage in my life, yeah, my parents were bankrupt. You know, we didn't have money. Yeah. Mm. And, you know, we were surviving, you know. But mm-hmm. see, I really wanted to make friends. You know, I really wanted to please these people. You know what I did? I stole all the money my father had. Everything my father had, what 1100 babes. My father didn't fuel his car, didn't eat lunch, we didn't buy breakfast. Supper to Chakula juzi because they I stole 1100 from her father. Hmm? Why? Because less people
0: because serious. I'm
1: not joking, really. This,
0: this is the time you say psych. This is your chance to say psych. I'm not fucking joking.
1: <laughs> I stole money to please people, yeah, and trust mm-hmm. me. I used to school and break time. You know we used to have a canteen, eh? And mm-hmm. there, I take, I'm t- I'm telling the girls, you know, hey you guys, you know today I have money, let's go and buy you some, t- you know, some snacks, I'm just there like pick anything you want, eh? Pick anything you want. Feel free. Pick, pick. anything. <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah? You want five packets of crisps? I small thing now. Take it. What do you mean? No, crisps I
0: at the normal price. It yeah. was. <laughs> <laughs>
1: And I'm just there. I bought for like, I think, five girls. just to, I, was, I was just buying them food. Yeah? Now you will break. Mind you, kuna lunch. Lunch, will be hot dogs na soda kwa canteen. And people are smiling at me. Oh, Sidai, let's go to the shop. Oh, you know. I see you have money today. Huh? And who am I? I'm the idiot who says, yes, let's go. Let's go. Mm? But trust me, I got in a lot of trouble. And my father was very disappointed in me because... <laughs> Why am I stealing the only money we have? Yeah. How did they know it was so, you? Because um, at that age, yeah, it was where my parents used to give me um fifty to hundred shillings every day for snacks. Yeah, and I'd wake up, I'd go to my dad, and I'd be like, "Hey, dad, it's I'm leaving for school. Can I have the money?" And he'd be like, "Ando chuka wallet. My wallet is over there." Yeah, and I go to the wallet and I saw one thousand and I saw one hundred. I was like, Hmm hmm, okay. And, yeah, the devil it just... It is not a
0: coincidence. I
1: went. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So, that is a story I've never forgotten till today, yeah? I constantly remind myself, like, the, the pit you are in today, you are in the deepest pit I've ever met. You are in an abyss, and you are falling endlessly, mm-hmm. yeah? I was drowning. That's exactly what was happening. I was drowning, you know? I was trying to overcompensate for something I can't possibly compensate for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But this the fact that we didn't have money is something that really it just drove me insane, especially in the setting I was in. Yeah. I was in a setting where people had things and I didn't, you know? And that really pushed me down that space. And I was just drowning and dying. You no? Know? Man. Mm-hmm. I'm just... Oh remembering these things just, oh my God. But anyway, so. Um, I'm gonna split my lessons into three categories. So life lessons, relationship lessons, and self lessons. Yeah. Lessons on you as an individual.
0: So with your people pleasing behavior, I think as you said, a lot of it stems from (laughs) wanting to compensate for a lot of things. And I realize a lot of people Yanni, yeah, you'd be so selfless with someone else, but with yourself, you didn't offer the same things to yourself. So that one thousand,
1: mm. you'd ball out on
0: everyone else, but for you, you wouldn't do, you, do that to you. Eh? you know, I bought myself
1: a fudge only. a <laughs> fudge <laughs> After stealing a whole one thousand, Nimekula fudge twenty bob. Honestly. I was just an idiot. I was just an idiot. I wish I bought myself ten hot dogs because why, 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 why? You know.
0: And did I those posts remain your friends?
1: man, they, I don't even think they remember my name today, honey. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't see I honestly don't ask me those questions.
0: And oh. when did you cut the cameras with that yes! behavior? <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, I remember when the the point I stopped pleasing people was in high school because Mm -hmm. I was surrounded by people from all walks of life, you know? And Mm -hmm. I was just comfortable, you know? Because I was like, in this situation, who am I going to please? Who? Who? You know? And it was Mm -hmm. where not so many people even knew my background or knew where I came from, knew who I am, you know? And it made me happy. It just made me Mm -hmm. so happy because I was like, no one knows who I am, no one knows my family, I'm just a die. Like I could just reinvent myself and I would be okay, you know. And that was the point when I realized I can stop doing this, yeah. I can actually stop doing this, you know. Mm-hmm. This this lesson I learned when I was in I was in my girls before I joined Alliance, yeah. I was in my girl's elderate, you know. And in my girl's elderate I met people from the lowest of lowest to the highest of highest. Yeah. As in, I met people who live in a hut with like 10 of their siblings and their mother and people who their father is Senegalese and their mother is God knows some pointy woman and they have a private yacht. As in, I met everyone, you know, and I was in a point where I was like, there's no one I'm pleasing here. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. there's no, as though that need to please people, it just died because I was like, who even knows me here? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. wh- what are you going to say? Like, what does it say? Oh, it comes from this family. No, you don't. You don't know me. Yeah. You, maybe yeah. You see my dad once in a while. I'm a good, and I'm a drop, But you don't know me. Yeah. And it made me feel so comfortable because. I could just be myself without wanting someone else to like me. Yeah, of course Mm -hmm. there was the thing of making friends. Nini, nini. But that's that's one story. But this habit where we overcompensate in order to please people to have these friends, to have these friends, so that you can be likable, so that you can be popular. Yeah. So those were the things that were dragging me down when I was in primary that changed in high school. Like my whole perspective just switched. Yeah, and I thank God for that because. Wow. It was just amazing. Yeah. And honestly, my high school experience, if you know me, I'm a person who there's no point you'd hear me say I hate school. Yeah. Like school was like my safe place. You know, like I'd go to Mm -hmm. school and feel like I'm at peace. Yeah. Like I'd see my friends and I'm like, wow, I'm so happy to be here, you know. So mm-hmm. for me, school had never been something that I despised, you know. Despite the state of alliance, despite everything that went on in that school, I'd still go to school and I'd be like, I'm really happy to be here, yeah. Mm-hmm. And those are the small things that I noticed that would play in my head that would just make things so much easier for me yeah so much easier of course the people who hated me but too bad for you you think i care hate me it's fine babes it's fine i also don't like everyone so it's okay that was
0: class three you would be affected by that (laughs) uh,
1: class three you told me you hate me i'll cry for a whole week yeah but <laughs> if high school's where, you'll be like, mm, I don't even like that guy. i be like, that's cool. That's fine. I, I don't even know you exist, so it's fine, babes. It's okay. Just make And something do. interesting
0: you've said is you finding school as your safe space. Please yeah. talk into depth a bit about that because a lot of times, even on the podcast, you'd hear people not liking their schools and it's very rare to come by people who actually enjoyed or found school as their safe event because for a lot of people, mm. school was traumatic in some aspects, so of so trauma true. yes <laughs> so for you it was school less trauma Amma was it was
1: less trauma school was where i was comfortable yeah mm-hmm. school was like home for me you know how when you are home you feel safe now yeah. that was school for me yeah um and i think um the reason why i really liked school was because of my family yeah i come from a very problematic family you know i come from a family where People talk with their traumatized inner child instead of mm-hmm. talking from a healed point of view. So yeah. So every time, trust me, there are even days I'd try to talk my mom into leaving me in school during midterm. Yeah. As I'd be there, and say and actually, I want to cry. I'm just like, mom, please just let me stay in school. Please, mom. Just let... I don't want to go home. Please, mom. Yeah. And she's like oh why do you want to stay in school you know you're on holiday I'm like but but I'm okay you know it's things like that but for me I really like school because it was the one place where my problems from home don't follow me to school yeah
2: mm-hmm. it was the one
1: place where I don't have to think about what's going on at home yeah and you know we had a phone booth yeah and I was a person who I would only call home when it's necessary you know, because if you come from a, a house like my, with problems, it's where nyumbani, and the call starts off with all the problems. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's just from the, it's just complaining the whole call. Yeah. And those are the things that would just make me really depressed. So I decided, I, so I'd only call to, I'd actually call my uncle, not even my, my parents. No, I'll call my uncle and be like, Hey, so you pass a certain message to mom and dad. Yeah. And then you just call me back and then you tell me what's up, you know, mm-hmm. because as in I didn't want to interact in any way with the things that were happening at home, you know, so mm-hmm. every time I'd go to school, I'd feel like it was a way for me to run away from my problems and at the same time find peace for a moment, you know, mm-hmm. even mm-hmm. If it was just for those few months, I knew mm-hmm. that I'd rather deal with school than deal with home. And that's why school wasn't traumatic for me. Mm. I really, really enjoyed school, actually. There was a lot of shit going on, but I really enjoyed school. Despite everything, I really enjoyed school. I really enjoyed my friends. I really enjoyed being a committee member, you know. I really enjoyed being banned (laughs) from Alliance High. It was such a great experience, yeah. But they mm-hmm. still attend your socials, because in Mf- in Mf- you get oh, say, you've been banned from Alliance High, you can't go. I'm like, oh, okay. Okay. All right. See this is my kid. i was like, okay, cool. like, cool. Let me just go back. It's fine. <laughs> you
2: know? Uh-huh.
1: So, as I went through a number of experiences. And when I sit back, none of them really feel traumatic to me. Yeah, Mm -hmm. all of them just feel like things that contributed to making high school so interesting to me, you know? Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I understand for some people, it's actually very traumatic. Yeah, I actually understand. But for me personally, I didn't experience that form of trauma, you know? Especially because my girl's elder rate was hell and I felt like Alliance Girls was just heaven on earth, so...
0: You're literally the first person who's ever said that, literally. Oh my
1: God. (laughs) Literally. (laughs) <laughs> my guys were there something else and I was just like oh thank god thank god I left there you know yani wao kuku na chapo na sijui eh my girls were eating mbosso yeah na na matuugadi na mayai na Jeez, as said, ugh, man, I think for me it was I was really grateful. I was just like, hey man, me have left hell. Me have left the pits of Satan. Mm? Mm. Me I'm happy. I'm actually very satisfied. Yeah. Mm. In my heart, I am peaceful. Don't worry about me. Mm? I'm okay. You know? And I I enjoyed high school because of that. I really, really did. I really did. That SJI Pendashule me shule by the way. me usually, usually used to really like school. Yeah. But if you hate school, if high school was traumatic to you, it's okay. I understand your experience. You'll be that. easy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> wait, wait, it's okay. At least to you know? tu tarudi uko, Don't worry, babes. Hmm? Just get past your trauma. <laughs> you know? But for me, mm. me, me, I'm at a point where I'm just me, I was happy with school. So for me, that that was that was it it was amazing honestly i i suffered but it was amazing it was great it was and you great.
0: know for me like when i was in school i'd remember guys who would stay back in school like to the best like to the people i remember mm. are the people who wouldn't be able to travel home or whatever mm.
1: Mm. but
0: to hear that you your home was just nairobi but for you you I'm, wanted to stay
1: i'm there trying to negotiate with my mother eh? <laughs> Man, honestly, at the time that I don't even park so that I can try and find excuses, you know. I'm uh-huh. like, oh, okay, oh, yeah, ma'am, you know, or I'm like, oh, okay, mom, we have so much work. Can I just stay in school? She's like, no, let's go home. Yes, we have to go home. Oh, you have to rest. I'm just like, okay, fine, right, cool, let's go. Let's go, you know. But mm-hmm. me elewa, me May I understand the point of trauma of high school because I could see people going through that trauma, you know. But for Mm -hmm. me, mine was just vibes. (laughs) 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 vibes.
0: (laughs) Vibes and inshallah.
1: (laughs) I was, I even remember during my KCC period, yeah. I would go to the chapel to just breathe fresh air, you know. Just relax, enjoy the grass, the sun, you know. And Mm. then all of a sudden I see people coming in, crying, lamenting, mourning. What, as in. Do you remember how David danced until his clothes? Yeah. Cry, bawling their eyes out. Hmm? I mean, I'm just there like, Kai, mm-hmm. what's, are you <laughs> You know? I mean, I'm just there. I'm, I'm vibing, for real. But the, when I say I was vibing in high school, I was really vibing. Me, I'm just sitting in the chapel vibing. Yeah? Like, I, I remember I fasted my old KCC period, yeah? So I would go there to just chill and do nothing practically nothing yeah then all mm-hmm. of a sudden these people coming in with bibles oh what were Paka? you feel holy spirit in as a matter of fact jesus is coming down today mm? so mm-hmm. as a mimi i completely understand people's trauma because i could see it happen you know but for me sidae was just in our own world babes grateful i'm not on the traumatic side i'm actually grateful because Hey, the traumatic side is not something to rejoice about. Yeah, mm. I don't even think it's something people should laugh about because you could not really pity Asana. you know. So, for me, I'm actually very grateful that I didn't care enough to be bothered. You know, mm. grateful that I didn't give that much of a shit, yeah, and we praise mm. the Lord, you know, as usual. We praise the Lord, yeah. <laughs> so, and do you f- that was uh-huh. my high school, babes? That was my high school, mm-hmm.
0: and do you feel like did it ever affect your self-esteem even to date or rather even in high school like just remembering your mm-hmm. background that at one point you lived in an SQ because even for me I would mm. be boys but I've never heard that story so even mm. me I'm just like like the listeners who probably know you all of mm. us are like wow Sidai has <laughs> gone through this because you know Sidai is the girl with the latest iPhone with the latest so you know you never hear the background stories of You know, always think all of you are born into wealth and life has been good ever since day one, and everyone wants to be like you. Like Mm. what was the one go What were they doing when Sidai's parents were so reading? Yeah, so for you, my God, how's that like? Mm.
1: Jeez, let me tell you. Do you know when I tell people stories about my life, they don't believe me because they think I'm joking. I'm trying to seek sympathy, you know. Mm. But it's where I'm actually trying to show you that people come from different we come from very different backgrounds. Yeah. So mm-hmm. for me, um uh, my my parents had me when they were young, you know, they were a bit younger, you know. And at that time, that's the point where my father wanted to hustle. He wanted to get his money up, you know. So my mm-hmm. father left the country and my mother and I were, were the ones who stayed here in Kenya alone. Just me and my mother, you know? And it was it reached a point where we didn't have money pack. my mom started selling mandazi and nini, strungi, chaya nini, chaya black, Neto mm. ngaji Black tea. Strong hmm? tea. Uh-huh. Exactly. So, um, like, we were completely deprived. We couldn't pay our rent. We couldn't pay my school fees. We couldn't pay nothing. And my dad also was struggling and didn't have anything. So, who is my mother? Sarafina Monyewe, yeah? We call her Sarafina mm-hmm. in this house. We don't call her mom. So, my mom started selling to Mandazis, yeah? Kwa yeah. yeah. And I'd wake up every day with my cup of, you know, strong tea and my Mandazi, you know? And that was my life for a very long time, yeah? And I remember even during that time, because my parents couldn't afford to take me to the salon, we would just shave me bald-headed, you know? Mm. Um, my uniform was outsourced it was not bought in school it's where I, they buy only one uniform from school so, so that she can make copies and the copies was one copy I'm not saying that there were ten copies no, <laughs> it was one copy you know, uh, and then my mom will go to Gikomba and look for a Mutumba sweater that I can wear to school you know, so mm-hmm. that was how like my mom tried she was really trying her best, you know, considering the fact that she was the only person who was trying to provide for me, you know. My father didn't have anything. He was actually literally struggling. He was in Madagascar just suffering, yeah. Yeah. But eventually, like, we see where the suffering went, you know, because right now we're enjoying the fruits of his labor, you know. But for me, um, my background is a source of strength, yeah. Um, The fact that I don't talk about it a lot is, that's something else, yeah? I just, yeah. I don't like dwelling on the past. You know, the past is the past. It's already happened. I can't do anything about it. But I seek strength from that past, yeah? I usually mm-hmm. tell myself, if we survived that period, what can't you survive today? What can't you mm-hmm. survive, you know? If you survived, do you know, even when we had money, there was still times when we didn't have money, yeah? I remember in class 7, class 8, there yeah, during the elections, yeah? My father vied for governor. And we lost everything because he lost. So we lost everything. Everything. Mm-hmm. So we were bankrupt again times two. Remember my class three story? We were bankrupt. Now yeah. we're in class seven and we're bankrupt again. Yeah. And it was where I'd be called out of class so many times because of school fees. My parents couldn't pay my school fees. And McKinney's school fees at that time was one Yeah. five thousand. Yeah. So it's where you see where you see the secretary from a distance and you just know it's you being, caught. you know, mm-hmm. you just know. I've even packed my books. I'm just like, you know what? I don't need to talk. Eh? I could There's no uh, you know. So I just come back slowly. You just walk out pole pole and you go, you know. It's even you, me. Because I was the whole of class 7 and class 8, I spent it outside class, yeah? So, mm-hmm. my parents would struggle a lot to pay my school fees. I remember um, during that period is when my mom studied her M-Pesa and her chemist. And trust me, paying for my school fees drained everything out of that business, you know? But these are things that I don't talk about because it's not that they cost me pain. It's just that I usually tell myself it's the past and you need to shed the past, Yeah. Be grateful, mm-hmm. but shed the past. You know, me going through that has taught me that you can lose anything at any time, at any second. You're not guaranteed anything in this life. Yeah. Mm-hmm, you could mm-hmm. have money today, but trust me, Billy, kitu. you have nothing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing that even I, as an older sibling, I try to tell my, my smaller siblings. Yeah. I'm like, you guys, you guys were born when your parents had money. You, you're born when dad has cash to spend on you people. But Mimi, as someone who was born, I was literally taken to hospital in a matatu. I was delivered in Nazareth Hospital and my mother was taken on a matatu. So I usually just tell people, like, your past, you should say, you should shed it. Hey, Karibun Seme said, my God, you should shed it. Yeah. But remember the lessons that your past taught you because that is the only thing you're supposed to take from your past. The lessons it taught you. Yeah. Mm. This thing of constantly dwelling on your past. Honestly, I'm saying this as a hypocrite because I hold on to the past a lot. Yeah. I'm a person who mm-hmm. will hold a grudge to the day I die. I will release <laughs> that grudge. <tragedy. laughs> <Talk to> Jesus. Mimi. <laughs> Excuse me. If you're looking uh. for Jesus, talk to Jesus. Okay. Mimi, I will not forgive you, babes. I will hold my grudge to the grave, yeah? But, mm-hmm. but I'm still going to say it, you know? Your mm-hmm. past should be only as a source of you to learn from, yeah? It shouldn't be something you're dwelling on. Constantly remembering, oh, I suffered so much. Oh, my God. Oh, ne-. Nah, man. You suffered. So what? So what? What does that change? You think anyone mm-hmm. cares that you suffered? Who cares? No one is concerned, babe. No one cares, okay? You suffered, good for you. Claps. Mm -hmm. What do you want? What do you want, okay? You suffered, accept it, yeah? But Mm. what did you learn from your suffering, yeah? So for me, personally, I just, I learned one important lesson, and that is, you have nothing, and you need Mm. to get it for your present, yeah? If today you can eat three meals every single day, thank God for that, Yeah? Because Mimi, me, me, me have been in a state where we were eating one meal a day. And that was my breakfast. <laughs> the rest that's took off not my by choice. You know, these days we want to eat
0: one meal, Omad, for exactly. fitness, for exactly. looking good.
1: <laughs> you're on a diet, oh, eh? you're trying to what? You're trying to do Beyonce's one-month challenge that she did to Coachella. <laughs> good for mm. you. Good for you. But Mimi, I was eating one meal a day because that was how I had like It was the situation I was in and that was how it had to be, you know, but you need to just learn that your past is nothing. If you didn't learn anything from it, you know, it is Mm -hmm. absolutely nothing. It serves you no purpose if you didn't learn anything from it. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. whether you suffered or you didn't suffer. Yeah. One thing you have to keep in mind is that no one cares. All right. And you need to sit down with yourself and ask yourself from this past that I'm constantly holding on to, what did I learn? Yeah. Mimi, my past didn't give me self esteem issues. With the activities that I did, till today, I'm still recovering. Honestly, (laughs) I don't know when I'll recover, but till today, I'm still struggling with my self esteem. Yeah.
0: Which activities?
1: There are things that I did when I was younger that have really damaged me till today you know Mm. like i'm struggling with so many things because of what i did in a small you know and Mm. there's so many times i usually tell myself i wish i could just go back in time and tell that small girl please don't do that please don't do that you know because Mm. it's the thing that i did that really really made me become a completely different person that i don't even understand yeah and I changed mm-hmm. for the worse. I didn't even change for the better, you know that's the worst part of it all, yeah. So that's where well that's what we're gonna talk about now when it comes to the lessons I learned, personal lessons, individual lessons, yeah, and the small things that I wish I could tell myself back then, yeah, mm-hmm. or at least I wish someone would come and talk to me about these things because hey, Lord. The wound I have right now, <laughs> babes, Nico Panameza, I'm measuring antipsychotics because of this shit and it's tiring. But anyway, let's talk mm-hmm. about it, yeah? Mm-hmm. Um, I'd say one of the biggest things that impacted my self-esteem is the fact that I cared too much about people's opinions about me, yeah? And I was fueled by male validation, yeah? Mm-hmm. F- you know, someone who, mm. that was the day when it comes to male validation. Yeah. I, yani, if I dress and a guy doesn't tell me you look good, I'll feel like I'm ugly. Mm. I'll be like, hey, 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 you need to change. There's mm. something wrong with your outfit, babe. You need to go home and change. Yeah. So, seeking male validation ruined my self image and my self worth. Yeah, because I would dress so that guys could tell me, Oh, you look good today. Yeah. I would act a certain way so that guys would tell me, Oh, you know, you're so nice, you're so cute, nini, you know, things like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it, of course it was back then, you know, it was it was way back then. It was around class eight there. Class eight is when your hormones peak, you know. So yeah. I as in there, there's certain uh situations I remember, yeah where I would thrive on that validation, you know? Um, I remember this one time we went on a school trip and I was, for once, yeah, the guys were talking to me. Hmm? And I was like, oh my God, the guys are talking to me. Oh my God, they're talking to me. Yeah, that was me. Mm-hmm. That was me. Hmm? I was mm-hmm. so happy when a guy just smiled my way. Yeah, and I was feeling like I was on top of the world, Billy. Hey, I'm Jinga, mjinga.
0: <laughs> my god Pick me of the pick me's.
1: Hey, I was the pick me girl. Choose me, please mm. love me. Please pick me. That was me. Hmm? Eh. Oh, so it's where then the guy is just like, oh Sidai, can you please get this for me? Ni beer. As a matter of fact, I sprinted.
0: You're a truck star.
1: Bro, now send bold for you. My god. I said, eh. oh, please, oh Sidai, do you have some money so I can buy? <clears throat> I would rather die of hunger than Takupay your pesa. Chica. not mm. just take it all. I don't let change. Just keep it, you know?
0: Keep it the change. Eh? Just keep
1: it. It's yours. it's yours. It's yours, baby. It's yours. Mm? And at the end of the day, do you think they remember my name? Do you really Ow. think they remember my name? <laughs> let's let's not my face. My name. Jesus. My hey. Male validation just sunk me. Yeah. It was mm-hmm. the beginning of my downfall you know and i was someone who any opinion you give me that's contrary you know any negative thing you say about me i could cry Me is a liar what i do that you're a nice person babes do you know i'll cry i'll go mm. home and cry i will lament yeah as a matter of fact i'll sit there with my mother cry and I'll be like okay hey, mom imagine if I'm not a nice person you know Yani, people's opinions mattered so much to me, and I wish they didn't. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. male validation won't take you anywhere. And this is something that till today, yeah, I practice it. You know, anytime a guy tells me, oh, you're pretty, I'll be like a hey, hair. I know, so, it's not funny. We do what, you know, I'm pretty hands, therefore. What, what do you think you've mm-hmm. told me there? What of meaning have you told me? Nothing, yeah? You come and tell me, that, oh, that you're mean, you're rude. I'll nod my head and be like, yeah, yeah, I'm mean, I'm rude. Hmm? Do you want me to do to... What do you mean? Yeah. So mm. it, I've reached a point where I've actually learned from all this shit I was doing. Yeah. From chasing niggas to sacrificing my entire break to make a nigger smile at me. Hey, God. Anyway,
0: male validation. You you remember when you lost your mind? I remember
1: when. I was crazy. Ah, As a matter of fact, if you're listening to this podcast and you know me and you come and discuss these things with me, I'll block you. I will block you. (laughs) Listen to this and just learn from it. Please don't come discuss this shit with me because I'll pretend I don't know you, babes. I don't know you, okay? Hmm.
0: what happens in the and podcast seems... stays in the podcast
1: exactly it's staying in this podcast okay so if you meet me on the streets and start asking me which gaze were this me i'll slap you babe may i don't know you hmm. okay so hmm. remember male validation will be the beginning of your end okay the only opinion that needs to matter is yours and yours alone if you look in the mirror and you don't like how you look that's your opinion go with that yeah but if you looked in the mirror and you were like, I look cute. And then someone tells you, you didn't look cute. eh? Please just shut them up, okay? That opinion is not necessary. It's not important, okay? You will be okay, all right? Protect your self-image and yourself self at all costs. So that was my first self, in, like an individual lesson that I learned, yeah? Um, the second lesson that I learned was don't conform to any identity. This thing of I am like this... I am like that is going to kill you. It's going to hinder you from experiencing the good things in life, okay? Mm -hmm. This thing of telling yourself, oh, you know, but me, I don't usually like doing this, you know? It's not my type of thing, yeah? Or like going to the smallest things that you've conformed to, yeah? Where you're telling yourself, oh, I like this, I don't like this, you know? I'm like this, I'm not like this, yeah? So tying yourself up, to a certain path is going to hinder you from experiencing life itself yeah Mm. i'm a person who if tomorrow i wake up and i decide i'm goth i will be goth i'm sorry what are you going to tell me yeah Mm. don't conform to anything allow yourself to experience everything and anything yeah as long as long as you're comfortable with it because like i can't tell you to go and experience yeah why would mm-hmm. I tell you to join a cult just for the experience? Okay? Be, use your common <laughs> sense. Please use your common sense. When I said don't tie yourself to an identity, I don't mean now just go and do everything. Okay? Like, what I'm saying is that don't hinder yourself from experiencing life just because you think you're, you're built a certain way. Okay? That version of you could die at any moment. Yeah? And one thing my mentor usually tells me, uh, she's a very rich mama. And she dwells, she does real estate and she's one of my biggest inspirations. And she usually tells me almost every two years, she gets like she just learns herself anew, you know. Like it's like a new version of her comes up, yeah. And she doesn't mm-hmm. even know who she is. Like she's just like, hey, sister, sister, who am I this time? You know? And I was just like, eh, hey, really? Like even at your old age, because she's like 30 something, I'm like, eh. Hey, your big age, really? And she's like, trust me, there's no moment in her life she's been sure of who she is because she continuously keeps changing. Yeah, She'll Uh experience this and all of a sudden she's like, oh, I'm no longer this way. I'm like this, you know? So allow yourself to be malleable. Allow yourself to be flexible. Allow yourself to experience everything. Don't tie yourself down just because of an identity. Okay? It's going to constrict you be out there, put yourself out there, experience everything. Yeah. I want you to, when you're dying, that moment when you're seeing your life play before your eyes, you're smiling because you're happy because of how well you've lived your life. So don't tie yourself down to an identity. And that concludes the part of my myself lessons, my individual lessons that I learned from my past. Yeah. And these are the small things that I'd tell myself as an individual. Yeah. If a man tells you you're cute and you smile, slap yourself. You have a problem. <laughs> yeah. You have a, okay. As a matter of fact, as I said, if a guy tells you, oh, you're amazing, you're looking good, so tell him yes. Yes, I know. And then. I
0: need, I need to tell yeah. the listeners that Sidai is in a loving, amazing relationship. And she does <laughs> these things and she smiles. So <laughs> just know. <laughs>
1: my god my relationship has nothing to do with this billy he so <laughs> nice. tells me i'm cute because i do i'm cute all right two different things okay he's, he's okay please, please Billy, shut up okay i'm trying to be professional i'm
0: okay. yeah? <laughs> trying to, to give people
1: nice lessons okay yeah so now we're going to move on to the Life lessons that I would tell my younger self, yeah? Things that I've learned generally about life, yeah? Number one is you need people. And if you notice that you're hyper-independent, that means you have trauma, okay? You need people, end of story. Don't think that you're the only person you're going to need in this life. You'll impregnate yourself with your bone marrow and trust me, you're going to give birth to a shit baby. No offense. But baby, you need people in this life, okay? You need... Mm -hmm. You need that matatu driver who is always trying to knock down people on the road, okay? You need that driver who tried to kill you on the highway because he was speeding, okay? You need... Okay? You need all those people in your life, okay? And once you start noticing your trend of hyper-independence, remember that you're traumatized, okay? You need to remember that you're suffering from heavy trauma, Because of trust issues that you have. Okay? So, I'm a person who actually, I suffer from hyper-independence. Yeah? And I had to learn the facts that I'm always going to need people. Mm -hmm. Whether, (coughs) Whether I want to or not, I'm going to need people. Yeah? And that's one thing you have to remember. You're always going to need people. Okay? Don't shut down, don't shut people off. Don't seclude yourself and be a loner and forget that these people who you're shutting off, you're going to need them one day, yeah? If you're going to shut out of the snakes, shut off the Gemini's, <laughs> clearly shut off the Gemini's, Swim. these two-faced <laughs> bitches, shut off the Gemini's, babe, just shut them <laughs> off. But everyone else, uh, like, you're going to need these people, yeah? And for me, this is something I'm learning slowly every day, Step by step, yeah. There are days where I feel like just canceling everyone in my life, but then I remember that one day I'm gonna meet this person and I'm gonna need their help, yeah. Even today, trust me, I could be sinking in a pit and I meet Billy, who I decided to block and blacklist everywhere, and I'm gonna need his help, yeah. Mm-hmm. You're going to need help, you know. No, I'm not going to, I'm not saying specifically Billy, okay. But, like, you're going to need that person who you're trying to shut off, yeah? And, I'm again, I'm warning you. I'm not saying that you're going to need everyone in your life currently, yeah? There's some people you need to let go and just tell them, you know, it's time. It's about time. Please go your way. I go my way, yeah? Those are the people you're supposed to shut off, you know? People who serve don't serve your energy anymore, okay? But the people who serve your energy, the people who you know you're going to depend on on a day-to-life basis... Please remember that you need these people, and you need to keep them close, okay? Whether you want to or not. Me, me personally, I know everyone in my community. In South Sea, where's you could just say my princess and man knows me, okay? There's actually taxi drivers; they know me, okay? Everyone in this community knows me because I made a point of knowing everyone. Because I know one day, one way or another, I'm going to need you, okay? So. That's one thing I, w- I would tell myself. Yeah, stop closing yourself off from people because you think that you can do everything. You're not Superwoman. You're not Wonder Woman. You're not Thor. You're nobody. You're going to need these people. Okay. That's number one. That was that's the first life lesson I would tell my younger self. Yeah. Um, number two is smile. <laughs> As a kid, I didn't smile a lot. I I don't know, I had this very few things to be happy about, so I didn't smile a lot, yeah? As a matter of fact, I cried a lot. I remember the first time my mother shaved my head and I went to school, and people sang for me that song for Kiparangoto, you know? Mm. So, my childhood wasn't, I wasn't, it was not full of smiles. I really smiled, you know? And, do you know, funny thing, people find this very weird, I know it sounds very stupid, but I can't smile, Yeah? I have a problem smiling like I, you know how people just smile so easy like you just make your face like in a smiley shape and then you're just looking oh wow you have a great smile yeah well today I can't do that yeah she can't do that because I don't know what smiling is I don't know how to smile yeah I have a problem mm-hmm. smiling you know so I'll tell you to do this smile through your pain yeah do you know right now <laughs> if I tell you the shit I'm going through who, who wow you tell them I'm supposed mm. to be crying, but I'd wake up every day and I'll still smile, you know? Because mm. as in I'm just like, despite everything that's going on, yeah. As you remember when I told you, Billy, when you're going through something, write yourself a note of what you're going through currently, yeah? Yeah. And give yourself time. When you read that note in the next four weeks, five weeks, you won't even know what what you were writing about, yeah? You'll be like, eh, yeah. why was I even sad? You know, you don't even understand the source of your sadness. You'll just be there like, eh, really, really this happened? I was, I was this depressed, you know? And you'll be mm-hmm. surprised on how well you can recover from something, yeah? So, it reached a point where because I learned that I can recover from anything and everything. I just smiled through my shit, you know? I could be going through God knows what, but I will still wake up every day, look myself in that mirror and tell myself, you know what? Let's have a great day. Yeah. Uh I know things might be going wrong, but let's have a good day. You know, and a good day doesn't mean that everything goes right. Everything goes your way. A good day means that you had a good day. You are grateful for at least one thing at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah i don't trust me today i have had the longest of days but i sat down today and i was like oh i'm actually really grateful that i bought a new crystal you know like at least i had a good day because of that one thing yeah so smile as often as you can you know just mm. just smile just smile okay these things are temporary all right just smile relax you'll be okay okay hmm? I'm talking to Queen Wimbo. Everything's gonna be all right. You got this, baby. Right? you got this. So, smile, smile, and smile again, even when things are just falling apart. Smile and continue smiling. Okay, that's that's number two. And uh, number three is don't, how do you put it? Kindness is what will make all the blessings follow you yeah kindness is what will make blessings follow you yeah and this is something i can testify to yeah mm-hmm. do you know see billy remember i told you i usually tip almost all my drivers yeah yeah all my Uber yeah. drivers my industry drivers i will tip you yeah i will tip you because i understand being in a position is not easy you know your job is not easy I know how much they suffer. I know that because I have conversations with these people. You know, people usually complain about Uber drivers talking, but I actually enjoy them talking because I get to learn their perspective, their experiences and what they're going through, yeah? Right. So, I don't see why people get bored. Personally, I really enjoy them talking, yeah? Trust me, yesterday I was in an Uber, and this Uber guy was just talking about how Bolt is just, you know, ruining his life. How, you know, he's not even getting enough money and I was just listening to him and I was like, hey, you know, Mm -hmm. so, but this Mm -hmm. experience really changed my whole mindset. Yeah. So um, I remember when I started this habit of tipping people, uh, this one time I was walking home. And this little guy saw me and he just started my name from across the road. And I was like, oh, huh? who's that? And you know, the fact that we're all wearing masks, it even makes it yeah. worse. And as a matter of fact, I'm short sighted. So I can't see you. I remember <laughs> who I'm blind, by the do There's a problem with me. I know. So somebody shouting my name from across the road. I'm like, mm, so, so, who is this? You know, I'm just mm-hmm. like, oh, it's "Really?" yeah. And then I look, he's even waving. I'm like, oh, okay. It's the another it's guy, yeah? So, of course, I approach him because I'm like, okay, I don't know who this is, but let me go and see. Hmm? And it's one of my regular endothi guys. And he's like, oh, where are you going? I'm like, oh, I'm going home. He's like, eh, hey, kwani why are you walking today? I'm like, ah, it's because I'm, not, I'm broke today. I have, no, I have no money. This guy literally gave me a free lift all the way to my place. He was not even going the direction of my house. As a matter of fact, he was going the opposite direction. But... He, ke- he like, he took it out of it. Why? Because he remembered, this is the girl who, as a matter of fact, alilunia chai the other day, you know? Because me, am mm-hmm. a person. When I tip you, I'll be like, eh, I know it's quite early, so, you know, enda ukunya ka chai, you know? kama mandazi uko, at least pata you know? So, it was actually, I remember the first time I tipped him, he was so happy, because I felt like, he's never been tipped in his life yeah you know that happiness of is too much unfortunately yeah. oh really like you're this excited you know and since that day trust me we're friends this man will literally just drive past my estate to come and say hi to me yeah mm-hmm. not in a creepy way not in this weird yeah. creepy ways now nah, it's in a way where he's like hey he's a very nice person you know so I make it a point to help people when I know I can. Yeah. When you can't tip someone, please don't tip them. You want to be broke for what? If you can't tip them, don't tip them. But if you can, I know I'm a person who right now I come from a family of privilege, yeah. So when I get an opportunity to help you, I will help you. You know. So I remember in New Year's I tipped my Uber driver uh three hundred shillings and this man cried for me in the car and Christ. I was just, have you ever seen an Uber driver cry? No, you haven't. Now, Sudai has seen an Uber driver cry. Hmm? This mm-hmm. man was tearing because he was like, in all his years of working for Uber, he's never been tipped. Yeah? yeah. And he well, was at a point where he really, really needed that tip. And I was like, hey, man, you never know what someone is going through. You know? So, kindness. Because trust me, we have to say, hey, we like mm-hmm. Yanni, they will speak blessings over your life. And trust me, that blessing, that word of mouth from a person in need to the to God's ears himself is what will take you far, yeah? Mm-hmm. Those are the small things that God will use to bless you, you know? That small act of kindness is what God is going to use to bless you. I remember, um, I usually have a problem with being overkind, yeah? Because sometimes me, I'll tolerate someone's bullshit. Without forgetting that I don't necessarily have to, you know. And my friend makuminda reminded me that I know, like you're a nice person, yes, but remember that being nice is superfluous; it's unnecessary. Okay, be nice when being nice is needed. Okay, don't keep that insult, yeah. But be kind. But at the same time, don't forget to limit your generosity because the generosity could be the end of you, you know. Don't just go around pouring money where you know you don't have the money to pour. Okay. Utafuliza jubu saidie watu wa Afghanistan na unajua unapesa. Utailipa aje ufuliza Haya, minu mekuambia. So, um, kindness is what God will use to bless you. That is from someone who has experienced the blessing of someone who spoke good things to the universe for me. Yeah? Chaa. And I know, tunujani kiongea vitu kama izi. People think I'm being spiritual or something. I'm being... This is a very logical thing. Yeah? And... Yeah? Because this is something my grandfather taught me. This is something I've learned from my grandfather, not from my parents or from being spiritual or being religious. No, it's something that my grandfather taught me. And he told, told me, you are a very generous person and continue like that. yeah? Because that kindness is what is going, that's, that's what is blessing you today. You know, because it was just, it was the same bitch. Billy, do you know I used to carry a knife to school?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Great boys. I would carry a knife. I had a knife, yeah, in my bag, you know? I was the person who glanced at me the wrong way. You'd be at the wrong end of that knife. Yeah. And I'm not talking the end where I'm holding it. It's the sharp end. And I'm not scared to kill you, you No, know? I was mm-hmm. the person who I was just I had very I'm telling you I had psychotic tendencies, you know? So mm-hmm. I had to completely change myself from that. I had to just reinvent myself completely, you know. I had anger issues. Still today I have anger issues, but back then I had serious anger issues, yeah. People were just scared of me because of my anger issues, you know. But, just be kind today, okay. Be kind today, alright. Give that the mm. driver 50 bob. I enda chai, ni shilingi yake, babe. Sawa, give him that 50 bob, you know. Where are you going to take it? Please just help someone who needs it. okay? So be kind so that these blessings can follow you. okay? And those are my life lessons. Those are the things that I use today to better myself. Um, I know this is not something I practiced when I was younger. That's why I'm saying that these are things that I wish I'd tell myself when I was small. But because my past is my past and my present is the only thing that I have at hand, I practice them today. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the last thing I'd say is about relationships, you know, know your worth. Yeah. Know your worth. Yeah. You know how you could be getting ready for a date and you're dressing up. And the question in your head that's ringing is, will he even like me? Oh my God. What if he doesn't like me? You know, like that's the thing you're asking yourself. Don't lie to yourself. You don't ask yourself that question. You ask yourself that question. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I believe you've asked yourself that question before, you know? Who's uh-huh. she even like me? Yeah? Who's she find me attractive? Oh. oh, what do you think I like me? What am I going to do? Yeah. Try and switch that from a point of you knowing yourself worth and ask yourself, will I even like them? Yeah? Will they meet my standards? You know? Like, are they worth my time? Like I could go there and I find that they're completely useless. You know? Are you going to keep uh-huh. sitting there? And entertain a useless guy. What are you going to do? You know, if you start changing your perspective to a point where you're raising yourself worth through the small things you're saying, you're going to find life is just so sweet, okay? This habit of you dating low maintenance men who can't even take care of you, baby girl, hmm, they're going to change, okay? This and actually, this is another thing for the guys. Remember that your self-worth should be on top, okay? You're going on a date, some girl gave you some small, small attention, and now she's the love of your life, yeah? Self-worth, super. Self-worth, okay? Just because a girl is looking at you in with her lashes, she's, you know, twinkling her eyes, eh, hey, pat-pat, yeah? You feel like you found the word. Don't be stupid. Don't be stupid. <laughs> eh? Self-worth muhimu, bro, okay? Don't settle for less, okay? I know a lot of girls are the ones who are told not to settle for less, but trust me, even guys settle. Guys settle the hardest, eh? They settle so hard. Honestly, eh? no guys who can they make from guam domo. Excuse you. Yeah. Know yourself. You're the prize, man. You're the prize. No
0: in such a thing, that
1: exactly exactly you're the prize okay i know the society has made women feel like it's up to them yeah but it's also up to you as a guy you know you are god let me tell you today you are a god and i'm not saying it in a way that's blasphemous or declaring that you are god no I said you are a God because God breathed himself into you and that makes you God himself, okay? You are a small segment of God and that still makes you God, right? You are a God, so don't forget who the fuck you are. When you're out there, girls are just smiling and blinking and winking at you. And you're feeling like you're in cloud 11. Excuse you, sir. Excuse you, sir. Please remember who you are, okay? Remember who you are, okay? Don't trip on yourself. You're worth so much more than just uh, some eyeshadow and winking, right? You're (laughs) worth so much more, right? And girls, it's just that girls really like toxic people. So once you grow up and leave that mentality, you'll be good to go, okay? Once you stop chasing toxic niggas because you think it's fun, yet you're being traumatized here and you'll have PTSD in the next few years, huh? that's when you'll know you need to change yourself, okay, babe? Today, you need to
0: come back and give us a whole TED talk on that. <laughs> I think we need to talk, we need to dissect those issues because time and again eight, uh, we like the thrill, we like the rush, we like you know.
1: Imagine small small adrenaline is what is going to take you to a nigga uh, I'm not allowed, I'm I was not born to suffer. Okay, At the, you text me today, the next time you reply is after three weeks. I swear to learn
2: Okay.
1: This habit, you know, the only reason why girls are suffering out here in their relationships is because they're chasing empty things. Okay, you're chasing a toxic relationship, and you think you'll be happy? Success, babe. You want to be Bob the Builder? You and ten other girls, you're now a construction crew because you're all Bob the Builders. You want to change a nigga? Hey, you crazy? Excuse you, please know yourself, work, well, Okay. And the minute you stop lying to yourself that that nigga is good for you. That's the minute you're going to experience true happiness, right? And I'm speaking from experience. Billy will tell you, <laughs> oh, relationship. well, me, I'm telling you now, I suffered before I reached this happy relationship, okay? And it took me telling myself that you deserve better for me to get better, okay? That's why I'm happy today, all right? That's why I'm going on a vacation to work with my babes, all right? That's now I'm telling you. Now that's what you need to do. You need to collect yourself and get your mind straight. Stop giving yourself trauma for free. You think a therapist is cheap? Therapist per session is four thousand shillings. Do you have that money? Mm. Please check yourself. Check yourself. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I feel like Sidai has a whole rant on this, but now that ah, our time is up, I too, man, Sidai, you no, know,
1: my time is, my time. Is our up. time
0: is
1: up. The that I had and the most that I have. Okay and just remember that you are beautiful you are amazing you are worthy, and the things of your past are in your past please let that shit go okay it serves you no purpose holding on to something that is completely useless okay unless you have a time machine you to time travel please watch on the past okay just collect the lessons you can from it and let's move on all right the mistakes you made as a young you—they are gone. They are the mistakes you cannot change them, right? And please, once again, if you see me on the streets and you start asking me questions, we're going to fight, right? <laughs>
0: just may you
1: listen to it. You nod. You take what I said and you go and sleep. Turn okay?
0: Forget this just... ever happened.
1: Forget this talk happened, okay? This is between me and Billy. Billy, actually, you're the only person allowed to ask me questions, right? Yes. anyone else please <laughs> don't ask me things okay we're not best friends leave me alone okay yeah That's i'm sure one. even your friends will be like there. wow this is this guy
0: ah, please,
2: please,
1: it, please
0: it's please, all a lie please. No...
1: <laughs> no no it's, uh, you know i don't usually open up like this you know everyone knows that me i don't open up to people so yeah i've opened up in this podcast so you take this podcast you listen to it and you shut up Right? And it's an honor mm-hmm.
0: for me. As oh, the it's podcast host. Also just,
1: my god guys. I've made it to Billy's podcast. So I've won a medal. Um, <laughs> so, I'm a medal and you'd won. so I'm just saying, I'm just saying.
0: No, you lying. I'm just saying. This podcast is small, <laughs> podcast. <laughs> I've
1: made it, guys. I'm here, I've made it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Podcast you listen to every okay. Oh, let chat I repost whole year. I'm okay.
0: As you should. These are the guests I love to hear to have.
1: Go and listen to all those other podcasts. All right. I know you don't know yes, that. Yes, as girl. they should. I know you don't know that boy, but go and listen, okay. Trust and people me. listen to
0: Chai. What's the
1: tea? Man, people only listen for gossip. Excuse me go and learn something go and better your life all right how old are you you're 21 years old please get your shit together okay stop playing around okay i love you i'm so sorry
0: <laughs> <you>. but folks <laughs> thank you guys for listening this far tell us what are your thoughts on everything Sidai has told you about her life even for me it's crazy that i've never seen now i see her from a different perspective not from the lens where she's always been born in privilege <laughs> <laughs> but that even her her life has had her ups and downs, yeah, you know. Because as we've oh. as we've not known today from the 12-year-old who was living in an SQ in Kiambu, we've always known Keep her laughing
1: as... with me on my Instagram, you'll see.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so feel free to tweet at us at the Busharian Pod on Twitter at the Good The The Busharian on Instagram. Have a lovely week ahead, folks. Get your merchandise that is about to come out in the next one week die, Naj- you, you said you have privilege so you can buy a whole <laughs> i'm buying the
1: whole set i'm buying a whole set
0: babe I'm buying as you should set. this this is the only type of friendship i'm subscribing to <laughs> <laughs> i'm so excited
1: for you honey. I'm, so excited. I'm, excited. I'm looking forward to the match i'm looking to- oh. soon uh
0: make your order now
1: <laughs> oh there's a pre-order
0: another period I mean did right? you
1: hear, guys
0: <laughs> have a lovely week ahead folks and cheers love you bye, bye.